I'm David Menken from Thunderbirds Are Go, and I'm coming up on On Screen and Beyond next. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thanks for joining us once again. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 454 of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with the guests from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Thunderbirds Ago, the Amazon show. One of the voice people is David Menken. He's going to be joining us to talk about that show and all the other things he's been involved with. And David will be coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond, so stick around for that. we got a great show coming your way. We're going to be talking about, uh, of course, a couple of remakes that are coming our way. Also, a new Will Ferrell and Jason Momoa movie. And uh, James Franco's got a few things going on. We're going to let you in on all of those and a whole bunch of other stuff. Stick around. we got a great show coming your way right here on On Screen and Beyond. Let's get ready for Remake Madness. Remake Madness. Well, David Chappelle is joining the cast of the remake of The Star is Born, and that's with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. And Cooper will also be directing. It'll be his directorial debut on this one. And you can look for it on September 18th of 2018. And as far as The Jungle Cruise, a lot of things going on there. It looks like uh, it's, of course, being remade from a theme park ride and moving into the world of film and on the big screen it's going to star the rock dwayne johnson and the latest news is that dwayne johnson himself will be helping redesign the ride also actually in the park so that'll be interesting they're going to be making some changes there and let's see a remake of 1933's little woman of course this has been remade many many times and uh, this is in the works and uh, we'll see what they do with that one and that is it for Remake Madness coming up next on On Screen and Beyond. Upcoming new movies. Upcoming new movies. Will Ferrell and Jason Momoa will star in a yet-to-be-titled comedy. And Ferrell plays a washed-up TV star who reunites with his TV son, who is now a huge star. In 2018, look for James Franco. He's going to be starring in The Pretenders. It's a story about a love triangle with a photographer, a director... And an actress. And Seth Rogen, James Franco once again, and Megan Fox will star in Zeroville as a young actor arrives in Hollywood in 1969 during the industry change. And that's it for upcoming new movies next on On Screen and Beyond. Taking you down to Sequel City to find out what's coming your way as far as sequels. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. Ethics is the Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. Ethics is the Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Sequels coming your way. It looks like Matthew Vaughn, the director of Kingsman, The Gold Circle, coming out on September 22nd, already is planning the third film in the series. 
And speaking of uh, three series, it looks like the fourth series of Austin Powers is in the news. Jay Roach is talking about the fourth Austin Powers movie. He says they don't want to do it until Mike Myers feels that the story is just right. So they're still looking at it, but they're not moving along too fast on that one. And Frozen 2 now has a release date. It will arrive in theaters on November 27th. 2019. That's it for Sequel City. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? TV on DVD, Grey's Anatomy, the complete 13th season, hits stores on August 29th. And let's see, August 15th, the fifth and final season of Rhoda. We'll roll into stores on August 15th, like I said. And, of course, uh, Rhoda herself was on here on On Screen and Beyond. And you can go back in our rerun section and you can hear her talk about that show. And June 20th, Coronet Blue, the complete series. Uh, now, this was a really good show back in the 60s. Only lasted a year, though. But uh, I don't think it got what it deserved, really. Uh, anyways, it was a short-run show. It's going to be coming out on DVD on June 20th. Be sure to check that out. And that's it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen to be on Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, Chips. The remake will be arriving in stores on June 27th. And the remake of the Power Rangers to the big screen also arrives on June 27th. And on June 20th, Wilson with Woody Harrelson lands on DVD and Blu-ray. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen or Beyond, it is TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time. Well, American Idol, of course, has been canceled over at Fox due to the low ratings, but ABC is picking it up and trying to do something with it. They say it's coming back in March of 2018. Emerald City has been canned over at NBC, and some good news, Pat Sajak and Vanna White have signed on for a bunch more seasons through 2020. That's their new contracts. And they didn't say what they were, but I bet they were good. <laughs> and that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On Screen to Be On, it is Celebrity Birthdays. <laughs> Celebrity birthdays, May 8th, Melissa Gilbert from Little House on the Prairie turns 53. And on May 9th, Billy Joel turns 68. And May 10th, Bono turns 57. May 12th, Emilio Estevez turns 55. And on May 13th, Stevie Wonder turns 67. And on May 14th, George Lucas turns 73. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. As far as listener birthdays, we have Miranda P. from Mexico City turning 31 on May 14th. And Mark G. 47 on March 12th. He's from Dallas, Texas. If you, a friend or a relative, are going to be having a birthday, send the information to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we will all wish you a very happy birthday, all of us listening to On Screen and Beyond all over the world. So we want to... Uh, Wish you a very happy birthday, along with our celebrities that uh, we just mentioned. 
And uh, hope you all have a very happy birthday. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Next on On Screen and Beyond, David Menken. He's done a lot of voiceover works. His latest is Amazon's Thunderbirds Are Go. He's coming up next. David Menken, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining us today on this episode of On Screen and Beyond is a voice actor who you have heard in many animated shows, including Bob the Builder and Thomas the Tank. And he has also been seen in films including Zero Dark Thirty, The Man from U.N.C.L.E., and Florence Foster Jenkins. His latest voice work is in Amazon's Thunderbirds Are Go, which premiered on April 21st, and... He is the voice of Virgil and Gordon Tracy. David Menken is joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. David, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you very much. Now, David, um, I've worked with uh, quite a few voice actors, you know, over time, and uh, the work that you people do is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It, it, it's just um, it just amazing. Now, um, do you tend? I, I, I can't say I've heard everything you've done, so you know I don't want to give you give anybody that impression that I'm telling you I've seen everything you've done and everything. But uh, no problem. Are your voices uh, change from character to character? I try. I try to make sure that um, each uh, each character that I voice is unique, um, has a completely different sound to, to, um, to other characters that I voice. Um, because the thing that I try to do is I, I try to look at what the character looks like. Cause that's pretty much the only thing that we're given when, when we get the part uh, that we're about to play, we get, um, a sheet with some information about who the character is, how they fit into the world of, uh, of whatever we're working on. And then you usually see a picture or like a 3d, sometimes a 3d model, but, uh, that doesn't happen very often. And you have to make sure that the character that you're playing sounds like the voice that I give it, uh, has to sound right, has to mm -hmm. work physically for that character. So, um, so for example, um, Virgil, uh, Tracy, who is um, a much older teenager, um, will sound very, very different to um, <laughs> to Scoop and Bob the Builder, who mm -hmm. is yeah. uh, a yellow digger, you know, <laughs> um, and with with huge eyes and um, and a high pitched voice and and things. And you just sort of you realize that you know Scoop has a really long neck, so therefore he can be he can have a huge sort of upper range in his. And he's—it's all about emotion with him. Um, it is for Virgil as well. Sorry, I'm babbling a little bit, but um, to answer your question, I try—I try very much to um, to make uh, make them sound unique. But the thing is that you know when you're when you're playing a lot of young characters, which I have done, um, sometimes they're you know maybe from the the, the same neighborhood of town. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hopefully not from the same house. Yeah, but that's what amazes me about what what voice actors do. Uh, the voice actor can be, you know, sixty years old, let's say, 
and they're doing a voice for a five-year-old kid, <laughs> which is, you know, yeah. the, the, the way the inflections are, you'd swear it was a, a, a little kid. I know. And that's, that's the thing. I, I fell in love with, with voice acting while watching cartoons when I was, I think, nine years old. Mm-hmm. I watched um, Transformers and Thundercats. And, uh, and things like that. I was, I was living overseas. I was living in Norway, and I lived in the U.K. for a bit at the time as well. So, um, so we didn't get as many Saturday cartoons as, as uh, my friends did in the States. But, um, but growing up, I, I kind of immediately realized that there were people behind the scenes creating these characters, and I wanted to be like them. And I, I just, you know, I started... Um, uh, impersonating Optimus Prime um, as as a nine year old, I didn't quite get the same effect. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> and I tell you the truth, I, I still have it. But um, but it it sort of was a dream, and and I'm I can't believe that I get to do it today. Some of some of my colleagues that I work with are incredible mimics, and they can they can pretty much nail uh, the way someone sounds standing there talking to them within thirty seconds. I can't do that. I'm I'm very very much character based. I try to figure out what makes the character tick before I open my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jeez. Now, uh, you're of course, like I said, you were you're in currently season three of Thunderbirds or Go. Um, were you? Uh, I'm sure you weren't even born when <laughs> when the original was on. But uh, had you ever seen the original Thunderbirds? Yeah, I had. Um, living in the UK as I was for some of the years that I, uh, growing up, I, I, it was always a part of culture because, because what it means to so many people, mm-hmm. uh, in this country, and that's where I am at the moment. Um, and I, I kind of knew about FAB and, and I remember this puppet show and, and so on, but it just didn't, it, it didn't. It wasn't there as part, uh, part of my childhood, so so I remember actually going in for the audition for uh, to do this job, and my agent sort of took me aside and said, "Do not mess this one up." And I was going, "Okay, all right, calm down." <laughs> um, and then, of course, as soon as as soon as I started looking into it, uh, I understood how much I knew about it because it is such a big deal. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, um, but I'm kind of happy that I didn't know too much because then I, I gave the characters my own, uh, my own voices. I didn't try to impersonate, um, the, um, the way they sounded in the original series. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so did you study them at all though, the originals or did you, did you have anything to go by for what the new, series was going to look like? Oh, well, the, the great thing was that um, our amazing voice director is named Dave Peacock, and he, is, he, he works on so many things. He, I, I, wish, I wish people knew how amazing he was, um, but he doesn't like the limelight. Um, he told me to stay away. He told me to stay away from the original series while I was figuring out who Virgil and Gordon were. Ah. And I'm really thankful to him for that because, because it, it, helped me, it helped me sort of solidify who they were. And then... Um, as soon as, as soon as that was in place and we'd, we'd recorded, I think two episodes, I let myself watch the original series. Mm -hmm. And I think that the pressure would have been, um, been on too much. Um, if, if I'd, 
I'd made that stupid mistake of going back because I think I would have done some kind of awful impersonation of yeah, you would tend to uh, always, what yeah. the show sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I was surprised though is uh, I mean like I say growing up as a kid I can remember watching that show and um it's it was always fascinated by you know how can you know I knew they were puppets but it's like how can they do it <laughs> to look make it all fit to look like a show and um the new show uh, Thunderbirds are go uh it's not the the puppets anymore no but um it's not but it still has that feel yeah it's we're we're definitely doing an homage um, Jerry Anderson, the, the creator of the original Thunderbirds, he said that with modern technology, if he was going to make Thunderbirds again, he was going to go CGI. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he would have, would have gone full CGI. The thing is that um, we we needed to sort of tip to doff our cap um, to to the original series, um, but nobody, no children would have watched a puppet would watch a puppet show. These mm-hmm. days, of course, a lot a lot of the uh, the people who uh, who watch the show today have been introduced to the original series by their parents and their grandparents, and have fallen in love with them as well, which is what we want. But um, they, ITV and Weta Workshop, who who uh, were the original producers um, of the show, they they did a lot of research and they found out that that children just would not sit down and watch it because they're just not used to that anymore. Right, what yeah. they're used to is animated CGI characters. But the twist that we that we put on it, which is amazing, is the fact that pretty much all the backgrounds are real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tracy Island, um, now now even some of you know some of the Thunderbird ships are are real as well. They are um, macro miniatures. Um, you can go on YouTube and, and have a look. They're huge. Like Tracy Island is massive. Um, uh, when they pull back the pool, um, you can see two <laughs> two girls actually stick their heads up out of the pool. That's how big wow. um, Tracy Island is. Huh. Now I saw a promo picture uh, of you and and uh, one of the characters in a one of the ships there, and is is that that's not a, a set right no <laughs> no this was made specifically for comic-con last year okay um, okay because i was gonna amazon, say I, I, it, uh, yeah. it didn't make sense <laughs> uh, well amazon did this amazing thing they created the amazon village so it was it was um thunderbirds ergo and the man in the high castle and you sort of could walk through and and experience both shows so ah. um quite dark going into you know <laughs> the man in the high castle right but then uh, a little bit of a little bit of relief coming over to the thunderbird side and what they did was um they created the cockpit of thunderbird 2 so you could sit in it and what they also did was uh through through the view screen you actually saw pretty much what which was a, an updated version of the san diego skyline hmm. that's that's the kind of stuff that Ben Milsom and, and, and the team from What It Works Up, that's how, how much they think about things. Um, it was, it, I, I lost my mind because <laughs> they were really smart. They didn't tell us about it. So we just turned up and, and um, just screamed, really, uh, <laughs> because um, it, it's just, it was just amazing to be able to sit in the cockpit of Thunderbird 2. Right, yeah, gee. 
Now, you mentioned earlier that you realized when you were just a little kid that that this is what you wanted to do. So it wasn't something that you came about in college or you tripped upon it and, and, you know, when you were acting and anything. This is really what you wanted to do. Well, that was, I've said this a couple of times, but I'm so thankful to a teacher of mine. I'm not going to name him. When I was around 19, um, he said, he said, what is it you want to do? And I said, I want to do everything. I want to do theater, film. I want to, I want to do voice acting. I, I, you know, I want to do, voiceovers. I want to do everything. And he said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. You have to choose one thing. And that's the best thing he could have told me because I wanted to prove him wrong. Yeah, (laughs) And and that's the thing. I get, I get to do everything. And I, um, when, when I was in college, uh, in, uh, the mid to late nineties, there wasn't that much about, um, sort of going in front of a microphone in a studio that, that wasn't part of your training. It, a lot of places now do this because, of course, it's such a huge industry and you don't really need much more than a microphone and a USB cable into your into your computer to get started. Mm-hmm. Um, but back when I started, it, it, it wasn't like that. So I didn't have that much of a chance while I was training to even imagine that I was going to get into it. But... Um, but I moved to London and I got, uh, I got to get into voiceovers and bit by bit, I got to sort of sneak my head in whenever they were doing sort of, uh, they were trying to, um, work out something new or things. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 I can do some characters for you. And, um, and I managed to get my head in, in front of, in front of the best people. And I started by doing, I started by doing games. I started in, um, uh, the battlefield series. I was in, uh, in a game called battlefield, bad company. Mm-hmm. And, um, and from there on, um, more and more, it became more, much more, uh, character driven instead of, you know, going grenade. And then <laughs> that was about it. Um, it, you got to do more and more and, and also it helps to be a little bit funny. It helps to show that you have a sense of humor because people think that you're easier to work with. For some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then bit by bit, I got a chance to the, my first sort of major cartoon was, was Bob the Builder. And, um, and that, um, and then I got to be in, in Thomas and, and from there I've been in, uh, a lot of other things, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was really strange to sort of have set a dream aside and then have it sort of, sort of come about very, very naturally, um, quite a few years after I got started. This is done in London. You're in London, correct? Yeah. And, uh, now, you've also, like you said, you wanted to prove that teacher wrong. Now, you've also appeared in uh, in live, your, not just your voice, but your body is in some yeah. movies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, as far as uh, the other acting that you've done, uh, like I mentioned, you were uh, Zero Dark Thirty, The Man from UNCLE. Uh, now, you are also going to be in an ITV uh, uh miniseries correct coming up called fearless yeah can you tell us a little bit about that um well um i uh i'm not in any way officially uh allowed to say very much about it okay Uh, no problem it it is um it it's about um a cold case um that um a a lawyer um played by helen mccrory um she um uh, she takes on and through a lot of it um, um, eventually, um, she ends up, uh, 
going somewhere, and that's where I turn up. See, I can't, I can't tell you very much because <laughs> there are way too many spoilers in this. No, so, that's um, that's but fine. I, I, uh, I turn up towards the end of the uh, of the series. Okay, and uh, yeah, and um, and then I am doing another show called McMafia, which is uh, and a BBC AMC collaboration. So. So I'm uh, I'm having a good year. Good, I'm, uh, very that's lucky. great. Jeez. Uh, now, uh, is there any show in particular, live or or voiceover, either one, that um, is really special to your heart that you really said, "Boy, that's that was a good one. I did <laughs> I did a good job in that one." Oh man. Well, I, I mean, I'm I'm uh, this. Uh, I'm not getting paid to say this. Uh, I usually try not. To get emotionally involved in the shows that I'm in, mm-hmm. um, I try not to because because you just never know what's going to happen, right? Um, and you never know how they're going to be received. But um, I I have loved every single moment of being on Thunderbirds. It has been it's been one of the most amazing, fulfilling experiences because one of them is that we get to we get to be in the studio together. Um, I don't know how much you know about about um, uh, Sort of recording cartoons, but most of them are they record them one by uh, people one by one mm-hmm, exactly. because it, people are spread all over the world and um, and sometimes you just don't have the studio space or the time to sit there and make sure that everybody gets to go through the scene together. But even though we have Rosman Pike, even though we have uh, Thomas Sangster Brody, we somehow. Uh, and David Graham, of course, um, we, we all get to go into the studio together and that creates a performance that is, is quite unique. I think, um, there's something very, very special about actually, um, you know, hearing somebody answer you because a lot of the times it's your director giving a really bad, uh, approximation right. of how, <laughs> how the other characters sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it makes, it makes a huge difference. And, um, and, you know, at the same time, um, my two characters have a lot of sort of bickering arguments and we found out very quickly, they said, you know, feel free. We can, we can totally record one, one, uh, one character and then we can go back and then we can record the other character. And I said, but that doesn't work. So, um, so both, both, uh, Rasmus Hardiker and I, um, we both make sure that we uh, we actually play both characters, and I do these weird sort of things with my body in order to sort of flit in between Virgil mm-hmm. and Gordon, and um, it doesn't look very pretty, but it works. <laughs> someday somebody's going to have the recordings of those and, and put them out on on. Oh, it's 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 oh, trust me, they've got it. They, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, a little documentary team came in and and uh, and filmed me doing it. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I have to pay somebody off, I think. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I've had the opportunity. I, I did some uh, directing for some voice acting uh, for a movie that I wrote. And uh, Oh, amazing. It's, 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 this was 10 years ago, and the film is just going to be coming out next year, probably, or the end of this year, whatever. But anyway. Hey, better late than never. Right, yes. But, but like you say, a lot of the people we, we had were alone doing it, and we'd play back the other persons, you know, if it was available to, uh, to play for them. But there were two guys who did it together. And I'll tell you, it was, to me, it was like day and night. They, they got to yeah. interact with each other, and it was like, this is great. <laughs> I mean, 
it's it's pretty it's it, it's pretty amazing um and i um i know you know i i've spoken to um to people who've done um the the really really big um animated films that you can you can imagine mm-hmm. uh, what i'm talking about and you know they have to take uh, say that line 150 different ways yes and yeah. then they'll have no idea which which version of what they what they performed uh, will end up on screen now mm-hmm. of course they have amazing directors and amazing editors who create who do quite amazing things and uh, and eventually um these these movies end up being for the most part um stunning mm-hmm. but um but what Dave Peacock, our, our voice director, can do is that he can steer us. He can sort of say, "Well, you know what? It it got a bit, it got a bit heavy there. Can we can we pick it up a bit?" And suddenly everybody's bouncing. Um, and by saying bouncing, I mean it's it's it, you can you can you can actually feel that the energy's been picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and of course, you know, we've got to have times for uh, we've got to have time for you know countdowns, rockets rockets firing off. Um, things exploding, so so we need to say what we have to say as quickly as possible while still sounding natural. Mm-hmm. So of course that that's the magic. Yeah, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, David, I'd like to finish up with two final questions. Taking, sure. taking us away from, from uh, Thunderbirds Ago and all the other things that you've done, but when you sit back and relax, what are your favorite TV shows now and of the past, and what are your favorite movies now and of the past? What are you oh, watching man. on TV? <laughs> what am I watching? Um, right, I mean, my two favorite TV shows ever um i think uh are uh west wing and six feet under okay um those are are two of my absolute favorites um it's also because of i remember because it's you know i i just left college and and it was it was when it tv suddenly changed it changed into and the the they sort of said, yeah, we can do stories just as well as the big films can. And now, I mean, look at TV today. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, the, I, I've just started watching Big Little Lies. Um, I, um, I mean, I'm hooked on, um, on The Man in the High Castle, of course. And it, something changed in the sort of the early 2000s. And, um, and because of that, I think that's why West Wing and, and well, Aaron Sorkin's a genius, but uh, and uh, well, Alan Ball, all these people. Um, that's why they still make, <laughs> they're still making stuff. Right. Um, when it comes to to movies, um, I'm 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 a weirdo. I'm I'm a sci-fi buff. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, one of my favorite sort of my my guilty 
guilty secret is Dune. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. I'm, uh, I love, I love that flawed little masterpiece of a movie. I don't know why, um, but I could watch it again and again and again. They're going to make it up that they're supposedly going to do a remake, you know? Yeah. Good luck to them. Yeah, I know. It's, um, it's I hard. Hope, <laughs> I hope they have the budget. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> Because man, because I mean, there was they tried the miniseries um, uh, sci-fi. I think uh, tried to make the miniseries, and you know they they did they did very well. But it's just you know that brick of a book. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. How to make that? How to make that universe come to life? Right. Yeah. Um, what are, what are yours? What are your favorites? Mine, as far as yeah, with TV, uh, yeah, or, or movies. Which TVs? I, well, I let's do TV. Yeah. I watch all kinds of things, uh, you know, but uh, I like the old show. You know, you were in The Man from U.N.C.L.E., but I like the original Man from U.N.C.L.E. <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty awesome, too, actually. <laughs> you know, uh, so I, I watch a lot of old TV, you know, growing up, and then uh, now... Like The Prisoner and stuff like that as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. Prisoner, yeah. 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 Uh, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you, the, 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 camp, the camp original? Yes, yes. <laughs> With a uh, whack... And stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was a kid then, you know. So, <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah. Now I, you know, Stranger Things. I like that. Oh man, good... I'm so glad that I switched. I, that I I clicked that button the the night it was released mm-hmm. because I didn't have to worry about what everyone else thought. I um I sat there and I just I I just got swept up in it. And um, I can't wait for season two, but I'm so worried that that magic isn't going to be yeah, I know. there. You always wonder, you um, know. Yeah, yeah. and I, I had the same feeling with, with OA, actually. I, was, I couldn't understand what was, what was going on for the first episode. And then when, when we sort of were transported to Russia, I hope I'm not giving anything away, but <laughs> uh, it was just went, oh, wow. And, and that's what I love. I, I mean, the fact that they can... They can hit us with stuff without these massive campaigns and and stuff. We have no idea what's coming our way because there's so much good stuff coming our way. It's true. It's very true. I mean, for a while there, we were flooded with reality stuff, which I'm not a big fan of reality. But uh, when I say when I say reality, I don't mean certain shows, but the shows about the, you know, the. The Krabby Housewives and <laughs> those, <laughs> yeah. those things. I'm not crazy about those. <laughs> Scripted reality. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I agree. You know, uh, yeah, some of the stuff that's coming out now, and, and there's so many choices. You know, you get Amazon and all the other, the other streaming services and, and network. You know, they have to jump themselves up and, and uh, the, the cables and everything. It, it, it's really a great time for TV right now. Yeah. And you can choose yourself, you know, yeah. What you're, how much of it you're going to watch, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm slightly, I slightly, I don't, I don't know. I, my issues, like for example, when I was a kid and I got to watch an episode of something of of my favorite cartoons or whatever it was, and then that feeling of knowing that next Saturday there's going to be another episode, and I, I go through the whole week. Just I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. But that anticipation mm-hmm. was so amazing. And I think that, in a sense, 
kids are missing out a little bit on that. Um, I mean, um, we're, uh, we're, we're making, uh, more and more episodes, but you know, as soon as I'm, I mean, I got, you know, got some tweets from people saying, you know, when, when are we getting more? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. <laughs> it takes us 18 months to make an episode. I know. Jeez. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's uh, like you say, you used to wait till next week for the next thing. Now you, you take all the episodes, watch them all as fast as you can, and then you got to wait a year. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Fine. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they got to deal with that. That's true. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> but, oh, well. And. What, you had you had one more question, was it? Uh, the, the, the movies. That was the other one. The old and new. Oh, movies. I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Yeah. Well, you heard my my yep. uh, sci-fi geek answer, mm-hmm. so uh, yep. I think that gives me away. Yeah. <laughs> well, David, I want to thank you so much for taking the time, and 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 I know it's it, we're on quite a different uh, time span here. You being over in London, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time to to stay. You know, do this uh, your time, which is a little later than um, you know I am. But uh, I thank you so much for taking the time, and I wish you well with the Thunderbirds Go for season three. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. A big thank you going out to David Menken for joining us here at On Screen and Beyond. Be sure to check him out on Amazon's Thunderbirds Are Go. Be sure to check it if you're a fan of the original Thunderbirds. Uh, you probably get a get a kick out of this one too. So check it out. Thunderbirds are go on Amazon. David Menken, he's there too. All right. So it's going to be a uh, crazy couple of weeks here. I am going to be on the road, and uh, I will be trying to do some shows. Uh, well, I'm still going to try to do the regular shows as I can. They may sound a little bit different because I'll be using a uh, remote uh, connection. But uh, we'll see how that works out. And I will still continue to get you the shows out next week, too, and the week after. And then the following week, because I'm going to be on the road, i got to go to L.A., going to be driving to Chicago and everything. So uh, I'll be bouncing around a little bit, but uh, I may be a little late in, uh, in three weeks with the show. But um, we'll see what happens there, depending on how I can get, uh, get the interviews in, but uh, make the schedules and everything. But anyways... Uh, We'll see what uh, comes up with that, and I hope you'll be joining me. Be sure to tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond, and also be sure to check us out on Facebook, like us, and if you are on iTunes, leave a review. Love hearing from you. And that's it. That's a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. <music>